Hey there, and welcome to Casual Sex Ed. I am your host, Sam, your favorite professional sexual health and wellness consultant. If you decided to skip right past the introduction episode, no, that's fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Real quick, let me introduce myself. I am a professional consultant for the company Pure Romance. We specialize in sexual health and wellness, especially women's sexual health and wellness. And I also am a sexual health and wellness educator. I got my certification through the University of Indiana Bloomington. So I am not a doctor. Let's just get this out of the way now. I am not a medical professional. The knowledge that I have is knowledge that I've gained over the years of me being a professional consultant. All the classes I've had to take, the training that I had to take, and then, of course, the classes and courses that I took through the University of Indiana. If you have any medical questions, my first suggestion is always going to be talk to a medical professional. I also understand as a woman that that's not always as straightforward because how many of you ladies have gone to the doctor, uh, tried to express your concern about something with your body, and are just told, oh, that's normal. Oh, it'll go away. Oh, come back to me if it gets worse. So I understand your frustration. And if you are here looking for answers to any medical problems, I'm so sorry to tell you that that's not what I'm here. That's not what I can offer. Uh, but I can offer you some education and I can also offer you my unending support because that shit sucks and it really sucks to not be heard. And that's also part of the reason why I decided to pursue my passion of sexual health and wellness. So yeah, I'm here for you, boo. I got you. So first episode, what am I going to talk about? Um, well, it only makes sense to me that I talk about all the things that are going to affect your sex drive. And this is a hell of a list. This is a hell of a list. But really, I mean, there's so many things. And I mean, if we start with the basics, uh, the basics is your mental health, your stress levels. I mean, who wants to go to work all day? You work for what, eight Eight, nine hours. Maybe you work for eight hours, but you have an hour lunch in between. So like what? You go sit in your car. You go to the lunchroom. You, you know, go outside. If you don't, you really should. If you get any kind of time as a break at your job, you really should remove yourself from your workplace or at least like your desk at your workplace to kind of give your brain a little bit of a break. Because that takes a huge toll on you. So you go to work all day, whether it's physical or mental exhaustion, when you come home, you feel like crud and you don't really want to, you know, get sexy. So that's really hard sometimes to kind of push through and be like, oh, I guess, yeah, let's go do it. No, got to make sure that the brain is in the game. You're going to hear this a million times throughout this podcast. I already know because I say it constantly. Your brain is your biggest sex organ. It's the biggest. It's the most important. It is the most vital sex organ that you have. It's your brain. Make sure that your brain, your mental health is taken care of. If you're stressed, you're not going to be in the mood. Your libido will be shot. On the other side of that coin, if your body is exhausted, 
All right. So if you're tired, you had a long day at work, maybe you have a really physical job. When you come home, it's not like you're going to want to get physical. You're going to want to rest. So you got to make sure that you're giving yourself time to get rest, either mentally or physically or both. You got to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. All right. Do what you need to do. Take a bubble bath. If you're not into bubble baths, you know, watch your favorite show, read a book. You need to do something that you genuinely enjoy. Don't just do something mindless. That's the biggest thing. And that's that's really the hardest thing because it's so easy for me. I come home. I've had a long day at work. I don't I, I want to just simply exist right now. Please do not even look in my direction. And I will just do something completely mindless. But then I feel like crap because at the end of the night, I really didn't even do anything that I enjoyed doing with my day. I went to work all day, came home, was just tired, sat on my butt and, you know, scrolled through. Listen, I'm still here for Pinterest. Pinterest still gives me life. I know that's a very like early to mid 2000, 2000s thing, but like it's still going strong in my heart. And I will scroll through Pinterest as well as the Reddit and the Instagram. So like, it's fine. But then, you know, I look at the clock and it's, you know, nine o'clock and I now have to get ready for bed. And I'm like, well, crap, that sucks. I wish I would have, you know, done this, something I enjoy doing. You know, my thing is gardening. I love gardening. I have mm, 30 some odd indoor plants in my house. And sometimes when I've had a really stressful day, I just go around and I talk to my plants and I prune them and I make sure they have plenty of water. And that's how I de-stress. And you need to find something that does that for you. And after a while, it's not only going to help your sex drives, it's going to help your whole life in general. The next thing, you need to be cognizant of the fact that medications while they are wonderful and life-saving and can make existing so much easier, especially if you have depression or anxiety or bipolar disorder or seizures, anything like that, that medication, like I said, it can be life-saving. And how it works is it pretty much plugs your brain the missing pieces, it plugs those, those pieces into the holes in your brain. So, I mean, don't stop taking your medications. Ever. Seriously. Do not stop taking your medications. Just be aware your medications, more than likely, are going to affect your sex drive. You know what else affects sex drive? birth control because of course it does. I think birth control works because it just makes you not want to have sex so you don't get pregnant. I mean, it doesn't. There there will be an episode about birth control and how that works with your body, but just, you know, little little fun antidote, anecdote, not antidote, anecdote. It is an antidote to pregnancy. So anyway... <laughs> So keep in mind that medications that you may be on could possibly be affecting your sex drive. Now, what you should do, because remember, you're not going to stop taking your medication. What you should do, though, 
is have that conversation with your doctor. Let them know, hey, I have no sex drive. I think my medication is affecting that. Can we come up with an alternative? And your doctor is more than likely going to be like, yeah, you know what? Let's try this instead. Give it time. See what works. Hopefully that'll help. Other things that are going to affect your libido, age. I mean, honestly, that's what it is. When we're young, our body is getting flooded with hormones, okay? Our body is trying to figure itself out. We are growing. We are developing, you know, we're becoming sexually mature. So, of course, we're horny little rabbits, okay? It makes sense. Your brain has all of the chemicals and it's just trying to sort out. It's it's herding chickens. The chemicals are the chickens. Your brain is trying to herd chickens and, you know, they're everywhere. And so you're just a horny machine, okay? And that doesn't mean that you acted on it when you were younger. Maybe you just participated in self-pleasure and that's totally fine. Either route that you took, it's totally fine. But you cannot hold yourself to the expectation that you're going to have the same sex drive at 30 or 35 that you did at 20 or 25. Not to mention men and women peak at different stages in their life. Men, they tend to peak uh, in you know, kind of like that sexual prowling when they're in their 20s. Women, our libido spikes when we're in our 30s. So, you know, that doesn't line up at all. But it explains Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher. So here we are. (laughs) Also, and the last thing that I'm going to mention in this episode, because again, there's so many things that affect your libido. The last thing I want to mention that affects your libido is going to be your self-confidence, obviously. I mean, if you don't feel sexy, you don't want to get sexy. So make sure you love you first, whatever that means to you. Now, if you're not happy with your body, I understand. And Listen, I am all here for you don't have to be skinny to be beautiful or attractive. And you don't have to be curvy for all of my skinny girls out there. You don't have to be curvy to be beautiful or attractive. Everyone is beautiful and attractive and sexy in their own unique way. And that sounds like a cliche. And there's really no other way for me to put that. I'm gonna, I'm turning into a Dr. Seuss rhyme. You're sexy in your own way, even if it's a cliche. You're welcome. This is what you're here for. This is what this is what you've tuned in for. And I am happy to provide you this comic relief. <laughs> but no, I'm not being a cliche. I'm not being dumb. I'm not being funny. It's seriously, it's genuine. You need to remember that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how big you are, how small you are, how much boob you have to offer, how much booty you have to offer. Someone 
past you on the street, in the office, at the store, I'm telling you right now, someone looked at you and went, damn, I wish I looked like that. Swear to God, I'm, I'm telling the truth. And it, it really helps if you come to that realization and figure out in your head, you know what? I'm freaking bomb. I'm hot AF. And I am saying that unironically. So remember, you need to do things for you, to you, to make you feel sexy. Because when you feel sexy, you want to get sexy. This is why lingerie is like 120% for women and not men. Because dudes don't care. Like, ask any man you come across. I'm not, I, 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 I'm going to say 60% are going to say they don't care about lingerie because it's just going to end up on the floor. And you know what? That's all fine and dandy. It's not about you, sweetie. I look good when I put on this slinky little thing and I suddenly think that I can, you know, dance and pull off moves that I've never been able to pull off. So why do I suddenly think I can? But the outfit makes us feel that way. And that's why we're so hot. And that's why lingerie is for women and not men. You're welcome. So yeah, don't beat yourself up. There's a ton of things that can affect your libido. If you suffer from low libido, just know that you're not alone. And definitely consult a doctor, physician, and see what options you have. Well, thank you for tuning in for this episode of Casual Sex Ed. Was it good for you? Because it was good for me. Talk later.